0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode here at REC 25. I'm Eddie, your host, and our guest? I'm Leah. All right, quick announcements before we get into today's episode. The REC Center is still hiring. Um, Priority applications are due March 11th tomorrow, so submit yours. We also have our Health and Wellness Expo, March 23rd, uh, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. here at the REC Center. And don't forget to send us questions. To our social media link at Rowan Campus Rec and Leah.
1: Um, and we also have our Women Plus weights um, program, which is every Wednesday at the Fit, every Tuesday at the Rec. Um, at the Fit, it's four to five thirty p.m. And at the Rec, it's twelve p.m. to 1.30 p.m. Don't quote me on that time, but I work the one. <laughs> I work the one at the Fit, so come see
0: me. Of course. Um, awesome. Let's get into it. So please tell us your position and name here. Well, you already went into yeah. your name, so your position here. At the
1: um, rec. I'm a building manager here at the REC. It's pretty nice. I love it.
0: Awesome. And tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so outside of the rec, I'm a senior here at Rowan. I'm a communication studies major, um, and I'm involved in other things on campus, like my sorority, which I love, which is a bunch of boss girls. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, in my free time, I like to work out. I like to run. I like to play chess. (laughs) Eddie knows this. Eddie loves (laughs) chess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, interesting. All good things you sound like a really busy woman though thank you i like to longboard too i'm bringing my longboard to florida oh nice Mm -hmm. okay so chess tell me a little bit about chess how did you get into that
1: yeah so chess um well my uncle is like how i learned of chess and everything because he was a big chess player He was very smart um, and I was never really about it, but he gave a chess set to my dad and it was like a cool vintage chess nice. set. And like about a year ago I was with my ex boyfriend and we were at my dad's and I was like, Let's play some chess. I already knew how to play for my uncle but I had never actually played. But I just really like it because, like, it's a good way to, like, train the brain and just mm. kind of, like, relax. Even though, I mean, I relax during it. But after when I lose, because I'm not that good, um, <laughs> I throw a little bit of a hissy fit. Not going
0: to lie. Because <laughs> I like to win. I'm a, bit, I'm a little bit competitive. Competitive sides are coming up. Mm-hmm. Honestly, chess. Uh, I just started a puzzle, and that's not going too great. I did, like, the outers and then just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> Puzzles are hard. They that is, hard. like,
1: a lot of- of brain power
0: mm-hmm all right so in your position uh, can you tell me about your first day and how that was like as a BM
1: yeah so um, my first day I would say was very nerve-wracking um, it's very like like, there's this newfound freedom because essentially, like, when our professional staff isn't here, you're the person who's in charge. Right. So, it's very nerve-wracking knowing, like, if anything goes wrong in the building, it falls to it's me your right responsibility. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whereas, like, in the other positions, it's kind of like, oh, you can go to the building manager. Um, so, it's definitely nerve-wracking. The first time I closed, I literally stayed 40 minutes after my closing. It, we closed at 11. I was here until 11.40, almost midnight, mm-hmm. um, because I just wanted to make sure everything was, was good. I wanted to make okay. sure everything was perfect. And if you've ever been to the fitness center, you would know it is not a big facility. You do nope. not need to stay forty minutes after your shift, but I did do that. Um, but yeah, so and I it was exciting,
0: though. It was I, exciting. I think most of us could relate, though. Like for me, I would probably stay almost equal amount of time. Yeah, just triple checking every exactly. doors and everything. It's your first time, like, exactly. All right, so tell us how you got into your position. Like, what inspires you to be a BM?
1: Um, Yeah, so, well, originally when I got, like, hired here at the rec, um, my best friend Katie, she works here. Shout out to Katie. I love her. Um, She's the lead BM. And, you know, like, I would say Katie has set, like, a lot of examples for me. I'm, like, really, I'm not trying to get deep right now. Katie, you better listen to this. (laughs) But Katie has set a lot of examples for me. Um, (laughs) Sorry about that. She set a lot of examples for me just in the sense that, like, I don't know. Like, I would say she was a big reason as to why i wanted to become a building manager like so we both remain office and she became a building manager before i became a building manager and the way she would talk about the rec like even before i worked here Mm -hmm. i just was always like you could just tell like that there's such a family community like it's just a cool place to work and then i worked here and i had the same exact experience Mm -hmm. and like we both like kind of agreed that like we both wanted to be building managers just because like we want to work in any way that we can to, like, make, like, I don't know, the experience when you come to the rec and just, like, the overall care for the building, like, as right. best as it can possibly be. and Spread like, that
0: love. <laughs> exactly.
1: Spread the love. And, like, coming into the position of, like, a building manager, that's exactly, like, what we try to do. So, like, I would say that my best friend had a big role in, like, why I wanted the position. And, like, also I just saw, like, how she enjoyed it. And, you know. It just made me want to become a building manager. Awesome. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. And Um, my love for the rack. Let me throw that out there, too. (laughs) Uh,
0: So tell us about your um, process during the hiring. How was that for you?
1: Yeah, so mine was kind of different from, I think, other people because I know a lot of people do group interviews. um, Mm -hmm. But I got hired Mm -hmm. in the summer, summer of 2019. So I've been here for a minute now. And it was like me and then mel and um the ga at the time um and yeah kind of the same thing like katie was the one who had told me about the job um and i was like kind of interested and um Yeah, and she had talked so highly of it, so I was like, I might as well go for this. Mm -hmm. And my interview was really great. Well actually, shout out to Christina too. (laughs) Um, Christina, if you listen to this, you will remember this moment. I just remember, this is when I knew that the rec was like such a family. I was sitting at the tables near the group exercise room. And Christina was the main office at the time. Mm -hmm. And Christina was talking to somebody and I was waiting for my interview, I was so nervous to like to go in my interview because I was like I want this job and I'm scared if I don't get this job whatever the pressure the pressure (laughs) of it all and Christina just shouted over to me and because I guess she was talking about french fries and who people's favorite fries at the main offices (laughs) and she shouted all the way over to me I'm sitting in the lobby and she's like what kind of fries do you like Leah (laughs) and I'm like shouting back to Christina and I feel like I knew right then I was like this place just has to be great like This girl, who doesn't even know me, and I'm, like, so nervous for this interview, just shouted across the entire lobby to ask me about my favorite fry.
0: Well, now she knows what your favorite (laughs) fries is. I (laughs) said Chick-fil-A, by the way. All right, so this month is Women's History Month, right? Yeah. Um, Tell me what it means to you, and how do you celebrate?
1: Yeah, so I feel like women Women's History Month just kind of means, like, paying homage to the women who have gotten us to where we are today and also just, like, celebrating all the women that are in my life and, like, mm. also, like, the women that are still making an impact today um, and just kind of, like, showing other people that, too. I think a great way to celebrate Women's History Month is um you know by bringing awareness whether that's like making a post or like sharing your favorite foundations um my sorority when we were doing recruitment because so our um, philanthropy is women's wellness initiative so essentially we can do like Mm -hmm. anything that we want that goes under women's wellness um so when we did recruitment we made baskets for i support the girls were which were basically just like Things like deodorant, tampons, mm. um, hair ties, etc. So I think just like finding, like for me, celebrating Women's History Month is just kind of finding any way that I
0: can get involved and, and like make community. a difference and like yeah. help the community and stuff. That's that's really powerful stuff. I I didn't know like there are groups <laughs> on campus that does that. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So me personally, I also like Women's History Month to me also means all the fight and effort that we're putting Mm -hmm. to it because you know we don't just appear here out of nowhere exactly Um, there's a story behind every one of us and how we came about so I also celebrate by honoring the people and what they did and just continuing to try to make a difference like you whether it is sending uh, a social media post or um, writing a letter to someone regarding a difference in um, in terms of like laws and stuff that they do Mm -hmm.
1: also too, like Petitions are so easy to sign. Just, like, let's throw that out there real quick. Like, you can, like, um, whatever it is. Is it, like, petition.org? I don't know. But, like, you can literally go through and they will just say, sign this one. And you literally click a button to sign a petition. So
0: That's what I actually do more than (laughs) than the
1: other things. But, like, it's so easy. So, like, if you're somebody who wants to get involved but, like, you don't know how, like, Mm -hmm. that's a great spot to, like, start.
0: Right, right. Okay, so how do we, how do you, like, how can we empower women and try to make sure we bring awareness?
1: Yeah, I think the best way to do that is just to, one, accept all women. Mm -hmm. Like, not just, you know, like, one specific version of a woman. Like, anybody who identifies all shapes, all sizes, all colors, all everything like except everybody I think that's where you start like that's the basis and just like giving everybody a platform and a voice and listening Mm -hmm. like it is just important to like understand other people's experiences and learn from them like Mm -hmm. I think I'm a big person who like I think perspective is everything and like the best way to have a well-rounded perspective is to hear other people's experiences and other people's perspectives Mm -hmm. and learn from those perspectives Um, So I think the best way to empower is just to give women um, platforms and to, like, share other people's experiences and to, like, love the women around you and raise them up and celebrate them. Like, all my best friends, I tell them all the time I love them. I tell them how great they are and amazing. And, like, do those things. Find the women in your life and, like, go out there and be like, hey, mom, I love you. And just say that. give her a big hug exactly it starts with the little things <laughs> it and it does it, goes it really from there. does
0: i i totally agree one of the ways that we could empower um women is to empower our peers ourselves and then of course to pre- you know spread that love out to our um community and mm-hmm. people around us mm-hmm. for sure so for people who aren't aware of what women and weights are can you just like let them know
1: yeah so Women Plus Weights um, is a time where we close down our free weight room for an hour and a half, and we just let anybody who identifies as a woman or might not feel comfortable in a space that's usually dominated by men um, can come in and work out, like, freely because it can be intimidating. It can be uncomfortable at times. Absolutely, yeah. Maybe if you don't know how to use the equipment and stuff. So it's just kind of a time to give women um, – like, their time to be in the free weight room and not feel those pressures. Um, We also have, like, planned workouts, too. So, like, if you're somebody who you don't really know what you're doing in the gym and you just want to come out and, um, you know, like, learn something new, like, that's really nice, too. We have a personal trainer who's there, and they can help if you don't know how to use equipment. Or same with, like, our fitness area can help. So it's just kind of a time to,
0: like, give women their space to um, work out. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have any stories to share about, like, any experience you've encountered towards, you know, being in a working out space and feeling uncomfortable because you know
1: (laughs) yeah so it can be hard at times because obviously in my position um like i said when the professional staff is not here i am basically in charge like i'm overseeing the staff and overseeing the members and everything so um obviously just in general the gym can be very much so occupied by men and there are times where i will have to enforce policies or things like that that maybe you know upset people Mm -hmm. and you know I just try to always remember that I'm confident in who I am and I know like when it comes to policy like the policies that I'm Putting out there, or like the things that are creating a safe environment. Of so like mm-hmm. I just need to be confident in what I'm saying. Also too, there are times where people mm-hmm. like you know might try to flirt with you or do things oh, like that. Goodness. <laughs> that can be uncomfortable. <laughs> but I think what I've learned from the rec is everybody here supports you and loves you. So like I know if I need like backup or if I mm. need somebody to come, like they're gonna be there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm a pretty feisty girl, <laughs> um, in a professional way. Professional But so usually I'm pretty good at holding my own, but I know that I'm in um, a work environment where everybody cares about me, they love me, and they'll also be there for me. So,
0: Are there any uh, women figures in your life that you find inspiring?
1: Yeah, so we can start with my mom. She's shout number out. one. Shout out. Shout out Sassy. That's <laughs> so her name. all the moms out there. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, my mom in my life has taken on many roles. The role of, like, cooking and cleaning, the role Mm -hmm, of having mm -hmm. a job, the role of taking me to Mm -hmm. my soccer games, to my track meets, to all these things. Shout out, I love my dad. Sorry, dad. (laughs) I know that he's going to listen to this. I love him too. But my mom has done a lot for me, and she's amazing. So um, shout out to her. Shout out to all of my girl bosses at the rec center. They're all great. Great Um, role models too. Our professional staff who just girl boss girl boss girl boss <laughs> yes. all the way to the top they're amazing and I aspire to be like them and shout out to Queen SZA so
0: <laughs> period we love SZA
1: we love SZA here at the um, Rec.
0: also Lizzo because like some of her songs do talk about body appreciation mm-hmm. and acceptance of womenhood yeah. and all that yeah
1: stuff. Lizzo is an icon I'm not like the biggest fan of her music just because I don't know I don't I, it's a lot it's really pop I'm not like a big pop mm, person I guess think okay. like her music's pretty pop but I'm a Lizzo stan as a person I love Lizzo I love everything that she spreads also Lizzo is a vegan so I don't know if she's actually currently vegan but she was a vegan and I just feel like that in itself is commendable because <laughs> that could not be me I'm sorry I love cheese
0: now we know <laughs> um in terms of empowering women or inspiring women who wants to make a change in their environments but find themselves in an uncomfortable situation where they can't do so, what are your advice for them?
1: Yeah, I think the most important thing is, well, I think there are three very important things. I think a very important thing is finding a community, um, finding like other women who are going to support you in mm-hmm. whatever journey you're on. Um, because it's a lot easier to get to the places you're going when you have a good support system. I agree. Um, and then I would say, um, you know, building your own confidence, whether that's through self-reflection or like maybe self-help, help books. I know I have a lot of self-love, self-help books.
0: Journaling Journaling, days. exactly.
1: <laughs> Journal every day, every minute, every hour. Um, just like little things like that just building your own strength and being confident in who you are. And then, like, also just, like, finding resources. So, like, educating mm. yourself and, like, knowing what you stand for. And, like, when you really understand why things are the way that they are and, like, how messed up some things can be, I think it makes oh, you want to work ten even, times harder.
0: Even harder. Mm-hmm. I know for sure. Um, so what are some of, I guess, ways that you want to see or things that you want to see happening in the community to change how we approach?
1: Yeah, I think just like going back to other things that I've said, like I just feel like things I'd like to see, like one, obviously our Women Plus Weights program I love. I think that's something that across the board, like I'm sure other gyms have like their own things that they do, but just um, like having more spaces for women to like exist and be themselves. And um, I think also just, like, going back to foundations and stuff, I think people, like, spreading awareness and, like, you know, being like, I love this foundation. Mm -hmm, This is somewhere that you mm -hmm. can support or sign petitions or do whatever. And also just, like, fully and 100% accepting all women for who they are and understanding that there wasn't just one woman who got us to where we are. Like, I was talking about, like, the woman suffrage movement and, like, back then, like, that was white white women who were getting the right to vote. And there were so many women who were excluded from that. Right. And there were women who were doing other things and doing work that didn't get the praise that they should have been getting. Like, Most for example, like, yeah. black trans women or, mm-hmm. like, lesbians. Like, there are all these groups that didn't get the praise that they deserve. Um, like, even going back to, like, in the 70s, like, there were uh, there were waves of feminism that, like, kind of excluded like lesbians and like they were doing so many things for the movement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they deserve to have that respect. So I think a big part about like raising awareness, empowering women and like something I would like to see is just accepting all the women who got us here and like currently accepting all the women that are here because we're all amazing. We're all great. Like there's love for everybody. Everyone's beautiful and everyone's uniquely themselves and deserves to be empowered
0: period mm-hmm <laughs> yes period. I love that are there any fun facts out there that you've seen or heard about women History Month that you would like to share
1: yeah so like last year I watched this documentary that was all about feminism and like the different waves of feminism and because um, there has been like such a change and everything um and in the 70s there was like a group and like in that wave of feminism, they, you know, were a little bit crazy like me, (laughs) in a good way, in a good way, and they demonstrated, um, and they did this demonstration where they went outside of Wall Street,
0: and they just like catcalled men. And And, uh, for like those of you who don't know what Wall Street is, it's basically a place where majority of, I guess, gender, out there would be Mel because yeah. it is heavily popular. Especially in Mel. the 70s when they were doing this. Yes. Uh, and it's where our currency of money really circulates through. But, yeah, go ahead. Marie exactly. Marie.
1: So, like, I just find that to be really empowering because, you know, like, at the end of the day, they were putting themselves in a position. Like, it takes a lot of bravery to go out there and do something like that. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I think um, – like obviously the saying like treat others how you want to be treated like i feel like they were making a prime example out of that like would you want to be catcalled would you want to be made feel like to feel uncomfortable Uncomfortable. in the streets like is this something that you'd like i think it was a great way to like spread awareness and share a woman's experience and show them how it feels to be treated like an object
0: absolutely Mm -hmm. i i think i've seen like current videos of those um those type of things happening yeah and just like the women's are reacting they'd be like oh so what did you think about you know someone catcalling you and they're just like it was really uncomfortable
1: yeah because it is weird like nobody wants to be like treated like an object and like just it's not cool and
0: yeah so I feel like it was just a really cool thing mm-hmm. that they did um talking about you know women being treated as objects there are still p- some parts of like country and continents where, you know, women don't have the same rights as um, we do here. Mm -hmm. And like things happen where you see that the way they're being treated is not fair. And I feel as the new generation coming up, it's us, it's up to us and our job to not only make awareness, but also start demanding the way that we want to be treated in the future and the way that, you know, it's only right for them to be also treated. Exactly all right well that is it for us here at rec 25 thank you guys very much for joining us i'm your host eddie and i'm leah see you next time